0: I'd be like, what did you, like, you know, Octavia finds it all, they find all their weapons are gone and everything, I'm like, Mm -hmm. did you, what did you, you feel me up to see if I've got any knives, or what? Hello and welcome to our The 100 Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 27 year old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And, uh, we decided that our fun fact for this episode is going to be, what is your favorite cover of a song? Because of the iconic radioactive cover in this episode. And I am going to say, see, I gotta think about it. It's mm-hmm. very important. I'm gonna say that my favorite cover of a song is Untouchable by Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Because
0: Untouchable is one of the only songs that Taylor ever did, like, a cover of. But mm-hmm. she, she changed it so much that they gave her writing credits on it. Like, she didn't write the words, but she changed it so much. Because it was, like, I don't know, it was like almost like a metal song, apparently, yeah. I guess. And um, uh, that's one of my favorite, it's in my, like, top five Taylor Swift songs. Nice. So uh, I thought I would give it to that one.
1: Yeah. My name is Samantha Coley, and I'm a 29-year-old news editor at Collider. I like over 40s OTPs and making playlists. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's where you can find me yelling about television and fangirling middle-aged actresses. I, someone will probably comment on this and be like, hey, isn't um, this song that you actually really love um, a cover? Because I came up with this question like two minutes ago and haven't thought about it very deeply. Um, and so probably, yes, it is. And I love that song still, yeah. um, whatever it is that you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> but the first. First thing that came to my mind is probably the cover that I have been listening to most recently, which is Joe Jonas's cover of What's Love Got To Do With It. But I would say, I wouldn't say that that one is better than the original. Mm. I think that both of those versions of that song are very good. One that I would say is better than the original is the Jimi Hendrix cover of All Along the Watchtower. Mm. And, uh... Yeah, there, those are my, those are my two thoughts. Perfect.
0: So today we have words to say about episode 313 of the 100, Join or Die. This episode will contain spoilers for all seven seasons of this weird show. Yeah. <laughs> Thrilled to be here. Um, uh, an episode that I actively enjoy. Happy to talk about it today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I will admit that most of this episode rewatching it, I didn't unfortunately did not feel uh what I once did. Cause this mm. used to be one of my like absolute favorites. Yeah. And like I just don't care for the show the same way that I did mm. once. But that being said, the reason that I came up with the fun fact for today is that damn That's cover so that got me. Good. It got me. It's so good. And I'm like, it's a cover of radioactive. But How the Radioactive meant so much. Yeah. like, yeah, but it's also a meme. So yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's music, really man. well done. I'm just like, listen, the Benson sisters really popped off with this one, especially mm-hmm. with the flashbacks. Because you know I love a flashback. Oh, yeah. And so they really popped off. And I wonder if they were like, try and find some weird indie version of Radioactive for this. Like, was that their idea? If so, I bow to you. Yeah,
1: whoever did this, you're a genius. Yeah.
0: Incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk about that. So uh the name of the episode comes from a line that Murphy has later, mm-hmm. which is basically just like we have to join them or die, which, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: also basically like the summation of any cult.
0: Yes, that's true. Cool. Let's just get started then, sure. I think. Um, So we split this up into three storylines due to there being three storylines in the <laughs> What? In the episode. The uh, stuff with Luna, the Polis storyline, and then the flashbacks. Correct. Um, so we're going to start with Luna because that's the one that is most separate, separated yes. from the other yes, two. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I did the summary for that one. Uh, my summaries are really short for the two that I did because I realized, like, having, like, when I rewatched it yesterday, I was just mm-hmm. like, listen, not a lot of stuff's happening. Wait, well, I know. didn't,
1: mine's not short yeah. but like I also felt like it was shorter than usual yeah Does yeah that make sense?
0: well I was doing it and I was listening or I was uh re-watching I just found like when there's only two or when there's only two storylines then it like you know the summaries are longer but since yes there's yes. three storylines there's only like five scenes in each one I you know, know what I mean? right well here's the Luna storyline <laughs> Luna shows up at the very end but this is her <laughs> storyline yes So, Clark, Bellamy, Octavia, and Jasper follow Lincoln's map the best that they can. They reach a point where they can't go any farther in the rover, so they get out. They hear rushing water, so they follow it to find that what they thought was a village on the map is actually just a bunch of piles of rocks. So they're all very sad and frustrated about that. That night, Octavia makes a fire. She's still mad at Bellamy about Lincoln. Jasper throws a plant into the fire and it burns green. Octavia realizes that Lincoln meant for that to happen and they need more. Clark goes to talk to Bellamy and they make up for their differences this season. Clark comforts him about Octavia and they hug. People from the water arrive and tie up Bellamy and Clark. They bring them over to Octavia and Jasper and ask why they signaled. Octavia explains what's up. They give them each a little liquid vial and Octavia drinks it immediately because she trusts Lincoln. They all take it and pass out. They wake up the next morning inside a shipping container and when it opens, Luna enters. Clark explains why they're there and asks Luna to take the flame and she says no.
1: <laughs> yeah. It-
0: yep. Like, that sure is a lot to ask of somebody, you know? Yeah. Also, Clark starts the conversation by lying. Yeah, it's true.
1: You're the last one the
0: last ever one. at all. And I'm be like, this else. girl definitely
1: knows at least two things about her genetics. Yeah. And that, you know, this is something that has happened for decades yeah. and decades and decades. Um, and you're telling her she's the last one. She's at like, all, cool. Ever. All right. She's not going to fall for it. Yeah.
0: So they're following Lincoln's map in the rover, and they say that they passed the airplane wreckage an hour ago. Lost crumbs for me, please? <laughs> is this a lost reference? Sometimes when I say, is this a lost reference, everyone goes, no, it's not. You're just crazy. This one is maybe? Potentially. Thank you. So there's no distances on the map, so we don't actually know how long we're supposed to be going for, um, but we know that we're going in the right direction. They're running out of daylight, and Jasper says that they should recharge the rover, but Clark says no, and they're just going to, like, go until it dies. Like, that's... I don't know if that's the smart call, Mm -hmm. but okay. Like, maybe you should... I don't know. Charge it. But sure. Here's the thing. Charge it. And then when it's, like, super dark and you're ready to go to sleep, you're good to go. Turn it off. And then when you wake up in the morning, you can just get going again? Exactly. If you just go until it dies, then you go to sleep at night. And then in the morning, you, like, have to wait for it to charge. Exactly. Clark? Logic? Logic is difficult for some people. So Jasper sees the Luna portrait that Lincoln made. And they're like, well, what will she say when we ask her to take the flame? And they're like, well, Lincoln says that she helps people, so. So this she'll is- definitely
1: freaking do it. <laughs>
0: this is kind of a big ask, you yeah. guys. This isn't just helping you like, guys out. She,
1: she has a sanctuary for people, yeah. not will come back to society after abandoning it for several years yeah. and perform become the president at- recluse becomes comes out of retirement to become president yeah no it's like stop it
0: it's like well she helps people yeah by that she means she'll pick up a your shift at work so you can go to a concert not ruin (laughs) and uproot her entire life like no (laughs) so the rover stops and jasper's like well if she's such a big help will she help me find a better freaking map and Octavia's like, "Excuse me, my dead boyfriend made that." Yeah, like, back off. Doesn't mean it's no. a good map. But she's like, "Excuse me, my dead boyfriend made it, and you tried drawing a map, Jasper." Yeah. Have you considered yeah. like <laughs> taking up art? I don't know. So they're like, "Okay, well, I guess we'll like go to sleep or whatever." And Octavia's like, "No," and she woof, and she gets out of the rover, <laughs> and she gets running. And Clark's like, "I guess we'll go on foot now." Like someone else made that decision. I mean, Clark
1: also was like, "We'll go until we can't." Yeah. So like, I guess. You would have done the same thing.
0: Yeah. Jasper's like, I literally just said that it could be days. We genuinely don't know. You want to, that's going to be extra days (laughs) walking. Um, And also there goes our shelter. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I assume they know where it is, but like Mm -hmm. Octavia hears the water. And that's why she takes off. So, like, there's a good reason, at least. Yeah,
0: it's just, like, they they start running, and then I'm just like, are you ever gonna find this rover again? Do they ever find the rover again, or is this rover just lost to time? No, we still use that rover. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. So, Bellamy's like, be careful, these people could be hostile. And she's like, they're not, okay? And I'm like, how do you know? I'm like, maybe not towards Lincoln. Yeah, but you you don't know about you. They don't
1: know you, Sky Girl! Like, what? Yeah. Like,
0: they aren't, luckily, but... Yeah. They are a little. They're just like, what's up? Yeah. What's your problem? Yeah, but, like, they don't, like, snipe them out of nowhere. Yeah. So then Bellamy, like, has his gun out, and they're like, we don't need that. We don't need to do that. I'm like, alright, whatever. So they get there. There's no village. It's just piles of rocks. Um, And these are Inuksuks, which are, uh, like, a whole thing in Inuit culture, um, Mm -hmm. if you guys want to look them up, but they kind of look like that and they're really pretty. Yeah. I always like to see them. Uh, So Clark thinks that Luna was was once here and then left, which I don't think is true. I think it's just, I mean, like, she was once here, but she feels like she, like, they used to, like, live here and then they left. Like, they still think that Lincoln was saying, this is where Luna is, here.
1: They were assuming that this would be the village, and, and so now when they get here and they just see the um, Anuksuks, they are like... So they left. Yeah. And it's not that at all. It's like a, it's, this is like a, a single lot, a single route train stop, kind yeah. of,
0: for This is where Luna's the shuttle picks them up. Sanctuary, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Octavia screams because she's like upset. So. Yeah. So, um, later Octavia and Jasper are like trying to help make a fire. Clark says, Oh, it's dark soon. What are we going to be doing? And Octavia says, Tomorrow we'll search in both directions. So she's already thought about it. Um, Octavia makes the fire. She learned it from Pike because in the episode, Pike taught them how to, make fires before this scene. So at least she was listening a little bit. Yeah. Um, Bellamy says, yeah, it's, like, very clearly an important spot. Octavia's still mad at Bellamy, and he's like, how much longer are you gonna be mad at how me long for? are you gonna be- And I'm like, he
1: said that, and I was rewatching and I was like, man, it has been, like, max two days? Yeah. And, um- you don't steal. You still the love had, of her life is dead. Like you still haven't said a real "I'm sorry." Yeah. That like ga- gathers the fault mm-hmm. in your brain because Octavia knows that it is partially your fault mm-hmm. that he is dead, and you aren't acknowledging that or yes. apologizing for it. He's You're like, well, still I didn't shoot him. Indignant me. about Octavia not having trusted you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's too late. Like you, you should have been trustworthy
0: mm-hmm. before. She didn't trust you. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, I don't know how much longer. I literally can't look at you because all I do is see Lincoln die when I look at you. And you know what? That's a pretty good reason to not look at somebody.
1: Yep. She's absolutely right. I yeah. don't fault her for still being mad at him. Yeah. And he's like, well,
0: well I didn't kill him. Well, some, It was kind of your fault and you should know that. <laughs> he's like, but, but I came and tried to help you, but you you didn't do you didn't take me up on it. Nobody trusts you. Nobody trusted you at the time. You know? Yeah. And he's like, well, I tried to help. Well, everyone thought you were trapping them. Like you're, nobody thinks you're doing good stuff. Yeah. So Bellamy like leaves all dejected and everything. Jasper throws in the plant and it grows and glows bright and green. And it was a plant that was inside of the journal. So Octavia knows that, oh my gosh, he meant for us to do this. And this is maybe how we actually contact Luna. So Jasper goes and gets more. Mm -hmm. And he knows how to scavenge plants because of Pike. Yep. These are multiple things that have been mentioned in the flashback at this point. Yes. So, Clark and Bellamy go and talk separately. Well, technically, Bellamy goes off yonder, and Clark follows him. Uh-huh. And, he goes to Brood. Yeah. They go talk about peace and everything, and she's like, I'm not here on official business. I just want to <laughs> talk. I want to know if you're okay. And Bellamy's, like, really upset because he feels like he's lost Octavia. And, yeah, maybe like, have. Probably, probably for, like, a while. Yeah. So, she's like, oh, give her time. Um, Like, there's definitely blood on your hands, but it's not Lincoln's blood. And I'm like... Um, Are you
1: sure? Maybe it's a little- i like the, like, maybe I'm like one of them. Yeah. I'm like on one, one thingy. Hand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then Bellamy's like, well, some of it is. Okay, so we agree. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so we're there. And she's like, well, you didn't want that to happen. Like, you tried to stop it. So she will eventually forgive you. But will you forgive yourself? I'm like, Clark, first of all, you haven't
1: even forgiven yourself for all the crap that you did. Yeah. And second of all, it's not your place to say whether Octavia will forgive him or not. Yeah. You guys just really be absolving yourself of crimes mm. and maybe life imitates art. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. Because unfortunately my first thought during this scene was, hmm, I wonder if this was when their affair was happening.
0: So, oh. um, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, well, us Blakes have a hard time forgiving. <laughs> For example, I was really mad at you when you left. But I don't want to be mad, so now I will forgive you. And she's like, Well, I will also forgive myself. <laughs> I, f- I-, I forgive myself. Yes. The, the Banji kid. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, We need each other. We have to work together to get this done. And they hug, and it's like, Wow. Okay. Okay. So people show up from out of the water, and if I was them, I'd be like, oh my god, are we interrupting Uh, hello? Oh my god, they're in the middle of hugging. I'd be like, are they kissing over there? So then Belarque gets grabbed, and they're like, hey, why did you signal us? And Octavia says the words that Lincoln taught her, like the exact words, Mm -hmm. and they're like, Skyku brings death, why should we help you? (laughs) (laughs) Because Luna mm, helps people, right? That's just, it doesn't matter who it is. They're like, we don't actually have a good answer to that. So they're like, well, Lincoln set us, sent us. And they're like, oh, okay. So they, <laughs> they let them go and they give them a potion and they're like, oh, what is this? And he's like, it's safe passage. That's what you asked for. Mm-hmm. I love this detail. Yeah. That it's like he was teaching her that phrase to go to Luna and like it worked because she used those specific words. And I love the idea that it's that it, those exact words and that it's safe passage isn't a concept. It's a thing. Like it's a noun. It's the title of this potion. Yeah. Right? Like, we always thought for the first two seasons, we thought I seek safe passage means please let me through, but it actually means I seek this specific thing, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. I wonder if, how did, did we ever get backstory on how Lincoln knows Luna? I don't think so. Because, like, he wasn't an outcast until after the mountain. Right. So he wouldn't have, like, had reason to go to the
0: outcast landing. Mm-hmm. Let me check the wiki, see if it says anything.
1: I don't know. I was just thinking it would be kind of funny if Octavia was doing all, like, this is terrible because he's dead and it's very sad. But I also was like, isn't it kind of weird if maybe the reason that they knew each other is because she's his ex? Oh my gosh. And then they, they're just like, oh, Lincoln sent us. And she was like, oh, I still like him.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I have such a crush.
1: And then they show up and they're like, um, he's dead. And she's like, oh, oh
0: that's
1: God, nice. why did I bring these
0: people here? Okay, so here's what it says in early life. Luna was born on Earth. No. (laughs) What? Both she and her brother were born nightbloods. Okay, yes, we know this already. I'm seeing if there's anything with Lincoln in it. She swore off fighting and instead chose to live with her clan offshore and avoid violence. So throughout the series, in I Am Become Death, Lincoln tells Octavia of a clan that might take them in that is isolated east to the sea and then across it. So, uh, Octavia probably should have seen this coming. In We Are Grounders Part 1, Lincoln tells Finn and Clark <laughs> to take all the delinquents and flee to Luna's clan. In the 48, Lincoln is teaching Octavia tregetta slang to help her fit in when they get to the sea. However, due to Octavia being poisoned, they discontinue their journey. Lincoln. In One Head of Part 1, Lincoln tells them to go to Luna's place. He tells her Luna's in hiding for a reason and and won't take them. I think the uh, fact that we yeah, don't... There's not, there's not anything about how they became friends or anything. I think the fact that we don't get any backstory is kind of indicative of,
1: like, not specifically this episode because this episode is very good and it does have backstory actually yeah. on a lot of people. So this episode contradicts what I'm about to say. Okay, But um, I do think that it's the fact that we never learn how Lincoln and Luna met or knew each other at all or would have had any reason or to... That, like, Immediately they,
0: they, you just name drop Lincoln and they're just exactly. like okay
1: that says a lot I think about how they didn't this a lot of the show is very surface level mm-hmm. um and didn't dig into a lot of those like more meaningful character moments mm-hmm. that could have made it s- be a more staying show yeah uh and it's you know, later seasons that got really bad. Like, they did it a little bit, like, here and there. Like, in this episode, they do it. But because those writers only get, like, one or two episodes a season, and then the rest of the writers are, like, just kind of surface level, it doesn't last, and it's sad.
0: Yeah. So Octavia just downs it without even knowing what it does because she trusts Lincoln, and they're like, okay, well, you have to drink it to, like, go... So, <laughs> if only she drinks, she's the only one that, that's coming with. That's the that's the rules.
1: Um, Honestly, Clark could have... <laughs> Clark has too many um, control issues to have done this, but she yeah. could... If she really didn't want to take it, she could have just, like, slipped the flame in Octavia's pocket and been like, Bye! Bye! Good luck!
0: <laughs> so, Jasper says the classic, see you on the other side, um, which is starting to feel a little overused.
1: Yeah, especially uh, since um, they use that later, and yeah. not, in a, not in a good way. I was just thinking well, it's that, good like... Then, but,
0: like well, sometimes they would like use it maybe like once or twice per season, but it feels like now that we've gone through almost all of season three, I'm just like, mm. I feel like I've heard people say "see you on the other side" like five times. This <laughs> I mean, that's season, also you know? what Jasper
1: says when he dies.
0: When he dies, and also right before he gets attacked in, in the pilot and everything, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I guess it's a good through line with Jasper specifically. Yes, but with other people using it, it's like, okay, that's yeah. They're like, his hey, thing. that's
0: Jasper's thing. Yeah, you need to stop that. And then one of my favorite moments in the episode, which is, uh, okay, see so you on the other side after, after, uh, Octavia's taken hers and then Octavia passes out and Jasper's like, I oh, have crap. regrets. <laughs> I have regrets. I can't take them back now. Does he but say, oh crap? He says, oh crap. And then, yeah. oh God. <laughs> then <he> falls over. <laughs> so Octavia and Jasper pass out and Blark does it too, but it's mm-hmm. smart of them because they sit down first because they know it's coming.
1: I think it's funny that a lot of us are like, oh, I would be this kind of person in the apocalypse no most of us would be Jasper
0: yeah Yeah. oh
1: no oh Oh, crap
0: Like everything sucks I'm turning to alcoholism (laughs) so they wake up on the rig in a shipping container so that's what it's like inside the barge the barge could you tell everybody about the barge
1: um so many of you may remember the infamous day a few last year
0: a few few last last year
1: year. uh by the way if this
0: is your first episode (laughs) of us we live in Vancouver yes remember that
1: (laughs) So you may remember a a day last year on Twitter when the infamous evergreen ship got stuck in the canal. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a great, you know, week when it was just straight up stuck there. And, um, it was delightful. And then not too long after that happened, we had a severe windstorm in Vancouver and we live, uh in like on the water and so
0: i have a question oh okay wasn't the evergreen thing in like march of last year
1: that was 2020
0: no it was not
1: Was it 2020? i was like i'm
0: pretty sure our windstorm was in like october or november it's not too many months <laughs> okay i yes. said a few months you said not too long after so i was just i'm uh, sorry i thought i, I said a, a few months no it's okay go go on go on you guys sorry don't fight? no i'm not fighting <laughs> I'm just trying to tell a goddamn story, and yeah. you guys are like, "Here are six footnotes." It's true. I did ask for her to tell the story. I just wanted to make sure it was accurate. Go on. Uh, I only participated to sh- disturb. So the sh- has been disturbed. Uh, anyway, I think sometime you should say, "I I'm just here to to disturb." Sh-. Mm. Why? That's just better grammatically. Mm, but sh- disturber is a phrase. <laughs> She's right. Yeah. Like, don't be a sh- disturber. Yeah, but I'm just here to sh- disturb is not a grammatically correct. You know what? You <laughs> freaking got me.
1: There. <laughs> yeah, it's because sh- disturb is is a thing is is a noun, um, but not a a verb. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got me there. Like sh- disturb is something that sh- disturbers do, but <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I hate y'all. This has certainly
1: been a tangent. Anyway. Sometime after the evergreen thing happened, we had a, a very severe windstorm in late 2021. And the inlet in which we live in, in Vancouver, is full of, like, ships and, like, shipping containers and ships very similar to the, the barge, Uh the evergreen barge that got stuck. And we had a super, super windy day, and one of those shipping containers um gets blown into this little canal which we can see from our home. Uh it's not quite like the Evergreen, but it does get beached. <laughs>
0: yes, it is a it's, lot smaller and it's not blocking anything. It's just bringing us joy. Yeah,
1: like it's just one shipping container basically. Uh that's very large but not as large as, you know, a whole ship full of shipping containers.
0: I believe it was a trash barge. Mm-hmm. I believe uh I don't think that there's any trash in it anymore, but they they have Tried to do... She's a, She was actually not a trash barge. Um, she was exclusively used to haul lumber. Oh, sorry. I'm a trash barge. Mm. That's correct, yes. Anyway, I don't think there's anything in there now. Um, and they have done many different attempts to try and get rid of it. To the dismay of all of us, because we love it and I think that it should be a permanent installation. Yeah. Um, I've gone down to see it a couple of times. Um, it is very large. Yeah. Yeah and the large barge. I love her, but when I when I was watching this episode I was just like, "Hey, that's what the barge looks like." Yeah.
1: <laughs> it uh yeah, it's just beached and it doesn't um stop the flow of water traffic uh whatsoever, yeah. so uh, I think it should stay. Most of it. us are just like let her live there. Well, they yeah. can't get her out. Like they're yeah. trying yeah. to disassemble her, but she also won't come apart. Mhm.
0: Yeah, she's stuck there. She
1: she lives there. I love her. Yeah. She's an
0: icon. Let me ask you a question. Yes, you may. How how were they transported here? There's a boat. Oh, I see. So they snorkeled in from the boat? Yes. Okay. Oh yes yes, we did see a boat in the wide, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just like, how did they put, like, snorkels on their limp bodies? (laughs) How did they get them here? I imagine, like, they don't have technology,
1: but they may be able to, like, signal whoever, wherever they parked the boat Mm -hmm. to be like, eh, bring it in. And then they, you know, just buoy them up. But I also think it's, um, I think it's just weird that Luna must send people to just sit in the
0: water every day and, like, look at the beach. Watch, yeah. I mean, I guess does it- Because, like, how else were they seen? And it didn't- it, it wasn't that long. It was just the conversation between Bellamy and Clark, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess the Bellamy and Clark scene like, happened- We're we're supposed to assume it's probably been yeah, a, few a few hours into the night.
1: Yeah. But, like, it's not a- it's not a short distance. Yeah. Like, someone's watching. Yeah. And I'm like, are they in the water- from where they're watching or are they watching from like across the like I wonder if they're watching from or across whatever.
0: the bay or something and they found like an old rusty telescope or something mm. I don't know I just made that up though I just get so uncomfortable thinking about like there's there's one thing to be anesthetized for a surgery and then wake up basically in a in mostly the same place because you're just in the hospital i know where i went i went into the surgery place and then i came back right mm-hmm. but like you know it happens in a couple of shows where they like take drugs and they show up in a completely different place like and sometimes in like completely different clothes and stuff like that and i'm just like oh yeah don't touch me i'd be like what did you like you know octavia finds it all their they find all their weapons are gone and everything i'm like mm-hmm. did you what did you you feel me up to see if i've got any knives yeah. or what
1: yeah, like, the the concept of having been touched would freak me out. Yeah. But the concept of going under, per se, has, doesn't freak mm-hmm. me out as much. Mostly probably because, like, while I have not been drugged and passed out, I have given blood and mm. just passed out. Like, so it was against my own, mm. like, choice. Gotcha. Because I just fainted from not having enough blood. So, I don't know, I feel like the concept of it happening is not unfamiliar to me that I would be scared, but the fact that I couldn't remember what had happened
0: Mm -hmm. while
1: I was unconscious yeah. That would, that would freak me out.
0: The only time that's ever happened to me is I was anesthetized for wisdom teeth surgery. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for the anesthetician because, um, he was like, oh, and he just like asked me about my day and I started telling a story and I never got to the end of that story. And I just, I just, I passed out. And so I wonder <laughs> if like, I'm like, how many, h- how many stories has that guy ever heard the end of? Mm. You know, he just hears yeah. the beginning of every story and never <laughs> again. Well, he gets um, to
1: imagine his own ending.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Octavia finds that her sword was taken, but Clark still has the flame. Yes. So they can't have looked that closely, I guess. Yeah,
1: They. I'm sure they just took weapons. Yeah. Like, which makes yeah. sense.
0: So Luna enters and she's like, hey, where's Lincoln? And they're like, oh, he's dead, but he said you would help us. And she's like, like, when they're like, he's dead, she kind of just looks like, damn, that sucks. Okay. So they're like, well, he said that you would help us. And she's like, oh, yeah, cool that he made that promise for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool. He didn't ask me before I yeah, said that. Yeah, uh, that's still right. that's Dre's still out on that one. She's like, "You're the last night blood," and she's like, "Okay, so Lex is dead too." <laughs> all right, right, I can do math. Her spirit has chosen you. Titus gave me this to give to you, and she's using all of this religious language because she knows how well that will like work for. Like she assumes
1: and stuff. that that will work on a grounder, but she also has one is lying, yeah, because Luna's not the last night blood. Mm-hmm. Two is. Just, like, this person left because they rejected the religion that you're trying to press on them.
0: Yeah. So, hmm. I just, the the strategy is bad. Yeah. So she's like, Titus gave me this. Well, Titus should have told you that I bounced because I never want to, like, kill again. And she's like, you don't have to kill. You can, like, lead in peace and everything. Shows her the flame. And she's like, I don't even know what this is. What is that? (laughs) She's like, you know, every other time that I've seen it, it's been inside someone. So I couldn't see what it looked like. So she's like, it holds the spirit of the commanders. Will you take it? And she goes, Mm, Pass. No. And they're like, wait, do wait!" wait. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. You shouldn't have thought that she would be like, oh, oh, the spirit chose me? Finally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Luna's just like,
1: I rejected all this and I will continue to yes. reject it because I think that a religion predicated on me killing all my family members is stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, girl. Fair. You're right. Yeah.
0: I think Luna deserved a better death. Oh, Yeah, 100%. I was, like, the fact that they killed Roan and Luna in that episode, I was just like, both of them? Mm -hmm. You know, everyone likes both of them, Yeah, right? You're just, once again, killing characters that people like. Yeah. And also, she got, like, she got killed by Octavia after having gone against everything that she stood for Mm -hmm. before. And that sucked. I was sad about that hmm So, we zoom out, and they're on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean, and they're like, Whoa! Correct. Oh, no. I do wonder... No, they... Never mind. Okay. For some reason, I was
1: like, did they haul the shipping container all this way? No, that's just the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Polis storyline? Yeah. And I, um, naturally... Wrote the summary for the Polis mm-hmm. storyline.
0: Yeah, I said, I want to do the flashbacks, but you can pick whichever other one you want, and I'll just do the other one. And Sandwich is like, I want the one where Cavi is kissing.
1: <laughs> and she's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kane's like, Am I kissing Jaha? Ah!
1: Um, all right. So, Polis is an absolute hellscape as Kane and Pike walk up with the grounders. Kane's like, We should dip. And the grounder's like, No, heart emoji. <laughs> they see people being crucified, and like a mass amount of people just straight up kneeling in the courtyard. Jackson walks up, and he's like, sup, besties? Y'all want some drugs? And Jaha's there, too, and he's, uh, and so is Chipped Ontari and she's like, hey, I'm the commander, just take the key, and, like, the grounders are like, sure, commander, uh, anything you say, commander. <laughs> <laughs> so then Pike tries, like, a mad stunt to, um, threaten Ontari and everyone's like, uh, okay. Uh, Jaha has him taken to prison and he then turns to Kane to try to be like, Hey, you take the key now. And Kane is like, No, heart emoji. Uh, Allie tells Jaha though that they need Kane and they have him hauled off to a nicer version of prison. Uh, Abby. Must be <laughs> freaking nice. Abby appears behind Jaha and says that she'll handle it. In jail, Pike sees Murphy and he's like, Told you I'd make it. And then Murphy is like that, by the way, not Pike. Understand <laughs> that like, Told you Murphy. Pr- pronouns are hard in this sense and not any other version. Yeah. Then Indra appears from the shadows and is like, hey, loser, you're going to regret letting me live and uh, starts slicing him up. Yikes. Upstairs, they toss a visibly distressed and disheveled Abby into the commander's like sitting room that Kane is just chilling in. Uh, he immediately goes to check if she's alright and Abby starts asking if Clark is safe and where she is. Kane says that he thought she was here and Allie says he's telling the truth, but she needs intel and they think that Kane still can give it to them somehow. Uh, so she wants Abby to like speed it up and Abby tells Kane that she's scared and they hug and then all- Allie is like, um, can you try harder? <laughs> and Abby switches from seeking comfort to seduction and starts kissing Kane. Uh, he, at first he kisses her back, but then Abby tries too hard and <laughs> slams him down on the couch, and he tosses her off, and Allie is like, uh, he oh, knows. We frickled up. <laughs> Kane confirms that he does know, and Abby stops faking not being chipped and tells the guards to put him on the cross. Down in the courtyard, the guards chain Kane to the cross, and he begs Abby to wake up, and she tells him to, uh, let her know where Clark is, and, like, sh- and everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. He, however, protects Clark and because he knows it's what Abby would want him to do. And Abby and Jaha just watch as he is nailed to a cross in the shape of an X. And he is hauled up vertically. Yes.
0: I cannot even imagine yeah. the pain. Like, Ugh. oh my god. Not only, like, getting those in your hands, but then also, mm-hmm. like, having to hang from that. Yeah. My hands would just rip and I'd fall down!
1: <laughs> down in the prison, Andrew keeps cutting Pike and... He's like, that doesn't even hurt. Tear emoji. (laughs) As I'm crying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Murphy tells Indra that they may need Pike to get out of there. And then he does, he does the thing by saying the episode name. Tells them that Jaha's soldiers won't stop until they join or die. Murphy asks Indra if she wants revenge or survival. And she says, she's patient. She'll get both. Murphy tells uh Pike to float himself and that he didn't cheese him sh- Yeah. outside, Jaha offers to stop the pain by offering Kane the chip again, and Kane declines, saying just to shoot him. Jaha says that they're out of time and if he shoots Kane he won't get the answers he needs. Jaha then turns the gun on a kneeling, unaware Abby and Kane panics. He immediately volunteers to t- take the chip and save her life, uh, with devastation on his face mm-hmm. as he submits.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, she's, like, kneeling just like the people were at the beginning of the episode. So she's just in the City of Light. Yeah. She doesn't even, she I has wonder no if idea she what's knew going that on. that was the plan or not. But either way, if she's chipped, she probably wouldn't care.
1: Yeah, like, chipped Abby does not care. Real Abby is in there somewhere Help!
0: like, Help! <laughs> So, um, they walk into Polis and Pike is like, ugh, yeah, he, like, assumed that the grounder city would look like this. And I'm like, you are so rude. You didn't see it in its prime. You just see this weird, grotesque version. You can't pretend that this is what you thought it was going to be the whole time. You suck. So, Kane's like, I have a bad feeling about this. Your spidey (laughs) senses are going off. I'm like, what told you? So they see a lot of chipped people, and uh, Pike is like, "You think you're gonna find peace with the new commander? It's so crappy here." My next note was just, "Oh my god, that is so much blood on the ground." Yeah, like that that thing of blood. I'm just like, "Is that everybody? Is that like one person's full amount of blood?" Like, like uh, it's, that's it's so much. And, like,
1: I guess it's supposed to be like
0: mixed with rain. Oh sure, yeah, still, but still, yeah. it's a lot. So Jackson greets them and they're like, uh, what the heck are you doing here? And Jackson's like, take off the binds. And the grounder's like, uh, no, I'm not going to take off the (laughs) binds. This man is for the commander. And he has the generic low voice grounder voice. Mm -hmm. Ontari shows up and she's like, untie him. She tells him to take the key and he just straight up does because she's the commander. And Kate's like, uh, what? (laughs) What's happening here? Uh, This is uh weird. And they're like, oh, didn't you always want unity? Like, this is it. And Pycock threatens Ontari and but then sees some of his guards who are his friends and is very like relieved about that, but they like attack him and get the, the commander back and he's like, What the heck, Briggs? You're my farm station bro, Briggs! What the heck? And I'm like, sorry, Briggs isn't actually paid enough to have a line where he like responds at all, but so I think it's Jaha who's like, There are no stations here, just the city of light, join us, and they're like, uh no. So they put a bag over his head and they're like, Kane, do you want to Please do it. <laughs> and <laughs> Allie's like, we need him to find Clark and the flame. And Kane's just like, oh yeah. So he like takes it and he's just like, and he's psych! Like, and he chucks it as far as he possibly can. <laughs> he's like, hey, here's my baseball pitch. Watch this, Jaha.
1: And, and Jaha's just like, okay. Jaha's uh, like, you'll regret
0: that. And Kane's like, mm, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's
1: very funny and futile mm-hmm. in the face of someone who has like, I don't know, unlimited amount of these things. Yeah. And you were surrounded. Like, I don't know. It's, I feel like at the time it played very brave. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, this is
0: just cheesy. <laughs> it's just silly. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, yeah, at the time we're just like, wow, Kane, now that was a, that was a protest, mm-hmm. you know? And now it's just like, oh, he wanted to show him his fastball. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, so Kane also gets the bag treatment all over, like on top of his head and they leave so Allie says, we are still experiencing a 3% rejection rate, which uh, is a very small amount of people, actually. Mm-hmm. So Abby says that she'll deal with Kane. Jaha says she can be very persuasive with her feminine wiles, you see. And so they're like, good luck, Abby! Woo! Yeah! Go, Abby! <laughs> so... Pike joins Murphy in the cell. Um Pike asks Briggs to try and fight the chip, and Briggs is like, I'm I don't get paid enough to do that. So he walks away. Yeah. And then the grounder who's coming in is like, hey, just check in with all these prisoners who said no. If you guys wanted to guys, take the chip. Did anybody decide that you want any more? Are you tired this to, at all? Or you know, like you're clearly not having a good time in here, just saying it's better. Uh so Murphy like turns around and is like, Oh my god, hi Pike. Uh, he fully hasn't <laughs> seen Pike this whole time. So, like, even though both Murphy and Pike have been really important this season, like, them seeing each other here is, like, a funny moment because Murphy's just like, oh, my God, hey! (laughs) Seeing his old teacher. Remember that time when you beat me up? I was like, yeah. Funny seeing Get you. Get in line. Here. You come here often? Yeah. So they both recognize each other and Okay, my next question, was Pike even told that Murphy was alive? I was thinking, I doubt it. I was thinking probably not because like no one who was at the arc really knew. So I wonder if Pike just assumed that Murphy had died. With Ugh. basically all the rest of the hundred, with 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 a lot of the other hundred, and then seeing Murphy here, it was just like, wow, all right, he did it.
1: Yeah, probably honestly, because yeah. like he's seen some of the other kids, but mm-hmm. did he ever see like Murphy hasn't been to mm-hmm. to Arcadia, Arcadia this season.
0: No, he was gone those whole three months when they were creating Arcadia. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So he says, hey, I told you I'd survive. And this is coming right after that flashback scene. So it's really, it's really lovely. Mm-hmm. Indra tells Pike that he should have killed her because she's going to kill him now. And then she's like, I won't make that same mistake. And I'm like, bad news. Um, you are going you to. You going to. So she gets free. And I guess she's been like working on trying to get that little, let like stake out of the wall for quite a while. And she's like, now is my moment. I imagine she's been like able to get it out uh-huh. for a while. Or or do we see her dislodge it? I think that we see her dislodge it. I think she, like, kind of, like, moves it a couple more times and then pulls it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, what you said. Yeah, but she's gonna, like, I'm gonna use this as a knife. So she's like, you killed 300 of my people, now you get 300 cuts. And Pike's like, okay, whatever. Sure. That's fine. That's
1: totally fine. I can totally handle that.
0: So she, like, shows up and, like, rips his shirt open and I was like, uh, you guys? What is going on here? (laughs) Um, And then she starts cutting him. Yeah. And he's like, ouch.
1: And I, I, this is a more, um, well, I guess this is like the version of what they were going to do to Finn that they actually yeah. get to follow through on. So it's nice to see like something come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Big scene for you, buddy. Kane is hanging out in a much better spot in a room in like the tower. Just chilling, just vibing on like, yeah. looking out the window. Abby comes in and says, hello, romance. Um, he's like <laughs> so worried that she's hurt, which is really it's lovely. So tender and soft. And she's like, they found me hiding in the woods. Where's Clark? And he's like, I'm not here. I don't I, I thought she was with you. <laughs> I don't know. And Allie's like, oh, damn, he's not lying. He doesn't know where Clark is. He really doesn't know. And like, yeah, because why would he lie to Abby about Clark? Yeah. He would never do that, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, I saw her leave Arcadia with Jasper. And he's like, okay, well, that's good, because then she's safe with them. And she's like, uh, yeah. Um, where are they safe again? Yeah, exactly? please, can you uh, say can that you one more time? Detail so where like, the safe spot is. Clearly the, the chipped people want Clark, because they questioned me about her, and she must have something that they want. And he's like, oh, what? Because he doesn't just like, know. What? He didn't, he didn't he's see the after. He genuinely has no idea. Like he, he had left before, never mind or yeah, never, never more. Yeah. So, and why would he know what the flame is yeah. at all? And so he's like, oh, what is it? What? And she's like, uh, I don't know the weird um anyway hold me so Allie's like uh, this is boring um <laughs> can <laughs> so you guys she, like pick up the pace here so she's like Ontari says that if Clark can find another night blood, she can activate the flame and or no I think is it is it Allie who says that like if Clark can find Ontari said Ontari tells Abby oh Ontari tells Abby that if Clark can find another night blood, she can activate the flame which is bad for them obviously yes so Abby like goes and like tries to get a hug from him, and then a- Allie's like try harder. So she's like, okay, fine. So well, she starts mm-hmm. like he he
1: hugs her, and it's very like sweet, yeah. um, and like comforting. And then Ab- Allie's like just like more, more.
0: <laughs> Allie's a shipper. Yeah,
1: and uh, and because, so they like kick it into high gear. Well, I
0: mean, we've been we've talked about it uh, in previous episodes where like with Murphy, and I can't remember if they try it with somebody else, but especially with Murphy, mm-hmm. um, that, it just works. Yeah, you know, Antari's Mm -hmm. like, "Hey, let's sleep together," and Murphy's like, "Great, sounds good." You know, I'll tell you whatever I know. Like, it worked with Murphy. I
1: think that they that Allie doesn't understand. There's a lot she doesn't understand about human relationships, nuance, the nuances. Yes, and she's learning it from all of the humans that she's like absorbing. Yeah. So Jaha has taught her that it's okay to just not get consent from somebody, and Murphy taught her clearly that um Through sexual distraction works
0: yeah i mean we've seen that w- yeah. now that she has Ontari too they know that that mm-hmm. murphy's like that
1: like, and like she's like oh copy paste this will work exactly like, he is a man this will work
0: yeah and so she's like trying to like smooch him and like tries to sleep with him and and he's just like excuse like we are not there yet like, we they- like just kissed the first time like two episodes ago
1: yeah so, in 2018, Brittany and I got to go to Comic-Con, and uh, Claire was also there, And because I was covering the event for the website that I worked for at the time, and we hung out with Joe Garfine, mm-hmm. who knows all sorts of fancy people, cause she's a fancy people, and we're having drinks one night with a few, like, PAs from the show, mm-hmm. and then Shauna and, no, Julie. just Shauna. Oh. Uh, we, we had seen Shauna and Julie both at the con earlier, and I had them sign, like, one of my, um, comics that, uh, I have, <laughs> um, and we had seen them earlier, and then Shauna dropped by and, like, just gave us all sorts of, fun little behind-the-scenes details about uh, their episode because Joe is a wordsmith who n- knows how to like influence conversations and so like she knew that because Brittany and Claire and I were there we would be interested in hearing about the Kane and Abby details mm-hmm. of Shauna and Julie's episode and so apparently they were just supposed to kiss but Paige just like went insane and uh like did the whole um couch thing, couch thing and like it, I think it's like surprised Ian too Oh. Um, so it was, like, very unexpected. And they were like, yeah, that's uh, that's good. We could sure. use that yeah, one. <laughs> that actually
0: makes total sense. Yeah,
1: no, they were like, this is great. This is perfect.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, if I was Kane, I'd be like, so you want to, you just talked about how worried you are about your daughter, and now you want to do this? That's sus. That's yeah, super exactly.
1: Like, that's why it doesn't work yeah. with what Ali's, um doing. I think at the time, I wrote, like, a tiny drabble meta thing on Tumblr a long time ago about this. Which is to to what which was to give Abby some of her agency back, yeah, and have her going too far have been intentional.
0: Mm. Um, mm. like Abby did that on purpose to exactly. tip them off.
1: Yes, and I like to imagine that that's yeah. canon because nothing told me it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that that I like that because then Abby was just like. I'm still listening to what Allie's telling me to do, right? I'm mm-hmm. doing exactly what Ali. Like, I'm doing
1: me. what I'm supposed to mm-hmm. do, but I'm also like trying really hard to like not do the. But thing I that know I don't what the consequences yeah.
0: of this will be. Yeah, exactly. So Allie can immediately tell that he knows, and she's like, "He's like, um, you're chipped," and all the guards come in because they're also chipped, so they know when the gig is up, exactly. and they come in to get him. They put him on the cross, and I'm just like, "God, this is horrifying. Like, I can't watch." Yeah. So they're like, where are Clark and the others? And he won't tell because I don't think he even knows.
1: Yeah, he, like, the last thing that he would have known would have been, like, that cave. Yeah. But one, they're not there. Two, he doesn't know that they're there or not. And three, even if he did know for sure that they were there, he wouldn't tell the enemy because that would immediately endanger Clark and he cares about Abby and therefore also cares about Clark.
0: So next episode, I think it is, where they the chip people show up on Luna's rig. If, yes. if not next episode, the episode after. No, it, I'm um, pretty sure it's next episode. Yeah. Uh, where the people show up on Luna's rig. Is that because they got Kane? Or what's the... Like, who do they get in the chip that makes them show up to that? I can't remember. I think that they had
1: chipped grounders that come in oh, on that, the boat. No, that.
0: Oh, you're completely right about that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking cuz I was like does Kane even know like how would he even know and was was the reason that they are able to find them because mm-hmm. Kane was because that Kane's brain told them and then it, if that is so how does that make mm-hmm. sense because Kane, right. I don't think Kane knew. But that makes sense because if they were just like going around finding people and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, Clark and Co went th- this way." Then yeah. there it is, they have it. Right?
1: I think it, I think it comes with the boat, yeah. but I'm...
0: I wonder if they find the ground, the rover as well. Yeah. So, yeah, he won't tell. He gets nailed to the cross and lifted up, and everyone just watches and doesn't care.
1: Yeah, uh it's horrifying to see him, like, scream, and Abby's, like, gone.
0: Yeah, just doesn't care. Yeah. So, back in the dungeon, Indra's still cutting up Pike, and he refuses to break. Um, And he, he he's says, like... He's, like, actively sobbing, and he's like, yeah. you won't Whoever- break me. You'll never take me alive. Yeah, and then he and he calls her grounder. So he won't even use her name. Like he knows her well, he's name. He's deliberately
1: being derogatory. Yeah.
0: And he, and he knows it. Yeah. They hung out. Like he knows her name. And it's like if you want her to stop, maybe shut up. And she, <laughs> She's like, "No, I'm only going to stop when he's dead." And Murphy says, he's strong. We need him if we are going to fight this.
1: I'm like, he would have been strong until he had, uh, you know, big Yeah, and now I'm like, now he's
0: times. lost a, bl- a bunch of blood. And they're like, it's, he's not the enemy. The enemy is out there. The chip people can't feel pain, so they won't stop until we join or die. A.K.A. I'm really sad about my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so... Pike is like, whatever, they're not going to listen to you. And Indra almost kills him. But then one of the other grounder people stops her and agrees with Murphy. Murphy says, do you want revenge or do you want your people to live? And Indra's like, both. I understand. I get it. I'll get the revenge later. It's fine. (laughs) So she puts it back in the wall so it looks like she's still chained up. And Pike like smiles at Murphy. Murphy's like, ew, I hope you don't think I learned that from you. I'm just good at stuff. I'm just going to talk at myself out of stuff, okay? Yeah. This is not about you. But... You not teach me anything. So lastly, Jaha's like, hey, Kane. So good news. I have a way that you can stop being in pain. Because hey, I know that you're really in pain right now. I know that this hurts. And yeah. here's the thing. So Allie's like, listen, he's really, really strong. And so we're going to need to get this out of him. And they're like, hey, listen, Kane. <laughs> we're gonna need that info, okay? And Kane's just like, please, I just want to be dead. <laughs> and no kidding. Yeah. Jeez. Like, I can't imagine I uh, just being like, hey, how about we end this? I'd prefer to end this and not in the way that you want to.
1: I think it's interesting that Allie comments on his strength again mm-hmm. here in in Resistance because she also did the same thing with Raven. Yes. Um, and I'm just like, all my fave characters getting called being strong. strong, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting that she observes... Like, that certain people have Mm -hmm. a higher resistance to her control.
0: He's also very strong, because he was able to resist having sex with his crush. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's why she never calls Murphy strong. Murphy's just, like, in prison, like, (laughs) ah. I'm in horny jail. Oh, no. Uh.
1: Bonk. (laughs) Bonk.
0: Um, so, Kane's like, hey, how about, uh, you kill me? And Jaha's like, "Mm, if I do that, I don't get the answer, so. Yeah. How about I kill Abby instead? And, you know, her soul will live on in the city of light, so it doesn't matter. And you could just join her later. Yeah, her body will be dead, but whatever. And he's like, ah, okay, fine. He's like, wait a minute.
1: Fine. I am such a sucker for this trope. Mm. I don't care how like unfeminist it makes me. The feminism leaving my body at yeah. the damsel in distress joke mm. or trope. Like I, I don't know. I just love the angstiness of the bad guy using the love interest mm-hmm. of like any hero of any gender. To To get something out of the hero. Yeah. Like, I, I find it angsty and compelling every time. And then they do it to save the person. And then the other person probably saves them. And it's so good. I love it. So it, true. it works on me every time. So
0: true. So he's like, okay, so he takes it and the pain is gone. And you see the pain leave his eyes. Or yeah, yeah. Um, and so Ian does a pretty good job at that moment. Yeah. All right. So before That's we storyline. Yeah, before we go into the flashback, we're gonna really quickly talk about Patreon, uh, which is a service in which you can donate to some of your favorite creators. Uh our Patreon is patreon.com slash the afficionados. So it's a monthly donation. it goes just as low as a dollar a month, which gets you early access to all of the podcasts. This one comes out a whole week in advance. gets you access to our Discord server. $5 $5 is 10% off at uh, the place where Brittany sells stuff, the place where I sell stuff, and the place where Casey sells stuff, who is one of our lost co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, so five, uh, 10% off of all of those places at the $5 level. And then my personal favorite is the $10 level, which is our Patreon-only podcast, mm-hmm. Okay, Love You, Hi, um, where we talk every two weeks uh, for about 45 minutes about whatever we want to talk about, whatever our listeners want to talk about. And uh, it's fun. It's nice. Every two weeks, we just sit down and chat. With our friends, which yeah, is
1: nice. we just uh, we just completed an entire year yeah. of those, which, uh, which is insane. insane. And I think they're super delightful. Last time we just talked about which characters we could beat up.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: if you want to hear who from you know all your favorite shows and movies that we could just curb stomp into the ground, go check it out.
0: Yeah. Thanks. All right, so going back to the flashbacks, aka my favorite part of the episode. Because it's different. It's so good. The flashbacks are great. It's great. Okay, here's my summary. Six months ago, Pike has a meeting with Jaha, Kane, and Abby. They tell him that they're sending the prisoners to the ground and he needs to teach them earth skills, but don't tell them about it. They all come in and he gets started. He teaches how to make a fire, but all the kids goof off, especially Jasper and Murphy. Pike keeps trying. Later, Pike asks about Wells and implores Jaha to let him tell the kids that they're going to the ground, because they think this class is just for funsies, they don't understand the weight of it. He also asks if he can go with them, and Jaha says no to both. The kids dick around in the classroom before class starts again. Uh, Pike comes in and starts beating up on Murphy to prove a point. They all work together to help Murphy and attack Pike back. Once Kane and the guards break it all up, Pike says they passed. The Hundred heads into the dropship as a slow cover of Radioactive plays. <laughs> Drugged up Clark goes by on a stretcher and Abby puts on her wristband. She frostily tells Kane that his plan is now in action. Congratulations.
1: Remember when they hated each other? He's about Ooh. to die
0: for her. Yeah. Yeah. And then the juxtaposition of- It's <laughs> so good. He's just like, no, don't kill her. I'll put myself in danger. <laughs> so six months ago, Pike gets called into a room with Jaha, Abby, and Kane, which ends up being his classroom, I believe. And it's got that classic ARC desaturation filter <laughs> on. It's desaturation,
1: and it's heightened because there's yeah. like a bluish glow yeah. uh, on everything.
0: I'm like, is that the de- the deoxygenation of the air or right. what is that? <laughs>
1: Like, cause there are arc flashbacks throughout the first season, yeah, and it's got that Gaussian blur, but this is like somehow bluer.
0: Yeah, is it flashbacks in the first season, or it's just? I mean, no, you're right, cause there yeah, are some cause, like, flashbacks. On the as flashbacks,
1: as well. there is that like Gaussian like. Yeah, no, blur you're totally right that thing. it is
0: that this is bluer though, cause I remember yeah. specifically the the Clark and Wells one where they're exactly. like playing chess, and it's like very bright and like warm.
1: Yeah, it's. But you're, like, you're right about it being slightly desaturated. Yeah. But this one has a different kind of
0: tone. Yeah. Color grading over it. Um, So we see Kane with no beard and it's like, I don't know that man.
1: I've forgotten that man. Even though that man was last season, I forgot that man.
0: And I just wanted to say that Ian looks so much worse <laughs> without a beard.
1: Like, he looks goofy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's weird because in the first two seasons, he does not have a beard. Yeah. And it doesn't look bad. Like, he's kind of too severe in season one, but he softens a little bit in season two. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't look weird in season two. Yeah. But you see it here now, and you're like, this is wrong now. Yeah. You, this isn't right.
0: I think that like one of my main pulls to watch the show in the Mm -hmm. first place was knowing that Ian was in in it. Because obviously Ian is was in one of my favorite shows. Yes. Um if not my favorite show. (laughs) Um and when I watched like the first episode I was like, okay, so that doesn't look like him because he has short hair, he doesn't have a beard and he has some weird accent. Like (laughs) that's not that's not my guy. So it's weird just it's just weird to see him back this way. Yeah.
1: I think I had not seen Lost before watching Mm -hmm. Hundred, but I had seen Scandal. Yeah. And he's in the first season of Scandal. And it's interesting that The Hundred is actually not the first time I saw him with a beard because even though he's not wearing, he's not got a beard in Scandal. scenes of one of Scandal, he did return to one episode of Scandal in their fourth season, I think, um, which was filming at the same time as the second season of The Hundred. Mm-hmm. And so in 213 of The Hundred, Kane is like buried in the rubble and you can see that Ian is growing his facial hair out. Mm-hmm. And so like he was in that episode growing it out and then went over to have the have a beard in the episode of scandal that he appears in. Mm-hmm. And then comes back and is clean shaven again yeah. by the end of season one or season two. And, um, and then they come back for three and they're like, no, we like that. Keep it, bring it yeah, back. Yeah, we're just like, uh,
0: listen, it's three months later. You can do this now. This is your
1: time jump yeah. hairstyle.
0: So they're like, okay, Pike, um, so this stuff is secret. Please don't tell anybody or we'll murder you. Um, Ooh. I think this is a lot crazier than just being like, can you sign this NDA? We will sue you. It's like, no, you're, yeah. you'll, you'll be dead. And he's well, like, hey, I
1: mean, hey. like that's the law of the arc. Yeah. But like, when you're when you've been away from it for so long, yeah. you come back to it, and you're like, "Good God, this society is harsh."
0: Right. And it's interesting how like nonchalant Pike is about it. Like every time they're like, "Do this," or he's like, "Yeah, I'll be floated." I get it. Like he's like, he's "Yeah, like, okay, yeah, so my death, uh, yeah, dead." <laughs> right. So they're like, "We want you to teach a course in wilderness survival, farming, hunting, building shelters to the prisoners." And he's like, "Why?" And they're like, "They're going to the ground." Duh. They have 99 prisoners, but Wells becomes a 100 obviously. Mm -hmm. Pike's like well that's stupid because the ground is not survivable and they'll just open the door and be dead and then it will not mean anything. There's still like a 100 years or more until it'll be survivable Mm -hmm. as far as we understand. So clearly you have more info because Clark is there so you must feel pretty sure it's survivable if you're sending Clark down. Yeah. He's smart. He's a teacher. And Kane's like, well, it's a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know.
1: He, like, the man has deductive reasoning, yeah. my guy. He's gonna figure it out.
0: So they're like, Clark is in solitary, you won't be hanging out with her. And he's like, that's fine, she paid attention the first time, mm-hmm. she'll be okay.
1: It's a, It's nice, that because he, he's talking to Abby, mm-hmm. and it also sort of shows that Pike has more respect for other people, I think, than Jaha yeah. does, uh, despite them both being... Ending up being kind of tyrannical mm-hmm. because Pike speaks directly to Abby about Clark, yeah. and then Jaha interrupts, and then Pike goes back to speaking to mm-hmm. Abby, even though she didn't get to say
0: anything. Bit of a weird parent teacher interview, but whatever, you know? <laughs> make yeah. it happen. All good. <laughs> so he's like, these kids aren't interested in learning. They're, yeah, they're not going to like, do it.
1: These are literally the bad kids. These. They're the ones that did crime. So, um, he's
0: like, well, maybe they will be. I mean, obviously, they'll be interested now since it's so important. They're like, well, they don't know that they're going. And you can't and tell please them. please don't tell them. Um, but finally, you to teach the skills to the kids who will use them, right? It's great.
1: But, like, I don't understand. They could have just shut the prison off to visitors for the, like, remaining week before that they, they did yeah. this. And, like, blamed it on some, like, bug or whatever. Yeah. Instead of... Like, not letting him tell them. Mm-hmm. Because if he's right, if he had been able to tell them that this is what was happening and that's why they're relearning Earth skills, they would pay more attention.
0: Yeah. I know, it's weird, because, like, later when he's, like, asking Jaha, like, please, can I tell them, and if I can't even tell them, like, let me go down with them, and he's like, mm, no and no, and I'm like, and like okay, but well, why, though? Yeah, why like,
1: what's the reason that you wouldn't let him go down with him? He's an earth skills teacher, not an engineer. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not gonna be the one to fix the problem on the ship. yeah Like, one more-
0: Everything would be so, so different. I mean, you don't gotta show at like, that point, Like, but... you
1: know at this point that the reason he didn't go down with him is because- that character didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. This character was made up later and they hadn't even thought to plan him out. Yeah. So that's why. But like in retrospect, like looking at this after having seen the first season, you're just like, why? why?
0: Yeah. It's like almost would have been better if Pike hadn't have asked if he could have done that. Yeah. Because now we're like, yeah, Jaha, that makes no sense. Instead of like us having to think of that ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. like it's weird that the show was like, like it, here's it gives, the thing.
1: It gives more to his credit yeah. to say that he wanted to go down with them and like, he was once a very good man who wanted yeah. to protect these people. But yeah, it's just
0: yeah. weird. So he's like, all right, I can get them ready in four months, maybe three if I rush. And they're like, you have two weeks. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no other option. So he's yeah. like, I guess I'll do my best. When do I start? And they're like, um, right now. So Kane opens the door and the kids come in. The kids were like listening at the door and they're just like, we're going to the ground. (laughs) So, ugh. I am so filled with love and joy. So we have, um, Murphy and Mbege, the Johns. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for season one. I love like all of the like little random members of the (laughs) hundred. I love them all. Um, so we of course have the Johns, Mbege and Murphy. And we have Miller in his beanie and Jasper in his goggles.
1: (laughs) Little Jasper in his goggles is so sweet.
0: And we have Harper, Roma, Fox, and Octavia. And I just wanted to say that um Marie does such a good job of going from Warrior later yeah. or like in the rest of this episode back to, like, little girl, mm-hmm. I think she does an awesome job. And I guess it makes sense because Marie was, like, already in her 30s when she played Octavia in the first place. Yeah. So she already had that skill of, like, hello, I'm a child. Exactly. <laughs> um, so she's, like, she doesn't know where to sit and she's, like, embarrassed and then she has to go and, like, sit in the front row because it's the only one that's left. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God. Or I think it's Miller who's like, it's the girl who lived under the floor or whatever. And I'm like, Sigh. I think, was she also in solitary? I think they say I that I think at some so, yes. Point. Why? I, I'm sure that they gave a reason, but I'm just like, yeah. What? I just don't really know why they would do that. Cause now she has like no, there's no rehabilitation for her and there's no there's social no- skills. She Mm-mm. can't, she has nothing. Yeah. You know? I think that it's surprising how well she does in the first episode, even where she's just like, I'm gonna flirt with Finn. Have you ever seen a man that's not Bellamy? Like, right. Are you kidding me? And I also have my own problems with the fact that Octavia was punished. A- anyway. Oh,
1: for sure. I because, completely like, agree. Because
0: like, you know, Aurora gets floated and obviously I don't think that it should have been a punishable offense like that. But I mean, she was the one who like, was mainly...
1: Presumably she would have been set free at her 18th birthday. Yeah. But it's still terrible to yeah. lock her up in the first place. I'm like, in the pilot, Kane looks at her like file or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And says 16 years, almost a record. I'm like, who set the record? And
0: if they were over eighteen, did you just kill them? Right, yeah. Like, what happened to them after that? I'm just like surprised that Bellamy. Like, how, I can't even remember. But how did Bellamy get away with like? Did he pretend that he didn't know? No. He, well, he did. He I say he was like He's brainwashed not, he's by not his the mom. parent,
1: so yeah. he's not the responsible party. Yeah, it's just that um, he
0: actively helped hide her and Octavia was, like, like she didn't know any, any better. She only like, had two people who ever told her what to do, ever. So like, I'm just like, if anybody should be in jail for this, it should be Bellamy and not Octavia.
1: Well, he probably had a trial, because he's younger, yeah. mm. and he's not a child. Yeah. Or, like, he's not a parent, so mm-hmm. he is still close to... He's still young enough that, like, they would find a use for him on the Ark or whatever. Yeah. Wherever. And so he probably had a trial where he came through not guilty mm-hmm. enough to be like punished by death. Um, but he is punished because he was a guard and then he gets demoted to janitor for yeah. this. That's so. true.
0: That's fair. I just like, I don't really understand the point of putting her in solitary oh, then. No, no, for sure. Especially. I don't,
1: the point of locking up Octavia is insane. hmm.
0: And like the amount of kids that are the same, around the same age that they send to the ground and then, you know, we see that flashback to the masquerade ball where Octavia gets taken or like gets, gets found out officially Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I'm just like, do you have any teens that aren't? Aren't in the skybox? Like, there's so many kids there and there's, like, no kids at the- I guess maybe that's just for one station or something. But mm. anyway, we've gotten- to- We've talked enough about this, I feel like. <laughs> this is something a conversation for season one. So they're like, ooh, that's the floor girl. And, uh oh, my last uh, note in this scene was just, I love this episode. I love flashbacks. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Pike is teaching how to make fire, and he's like, "Hey, uh, maybe this might be important. So pay attention. You should definitely
1: know how to do this." And they're like, "Why? Why? I'm in jail in space." Yeah,
0: (laughs) basically just hinting as much as he can without saying it. Yeah, and but no one gets it. They're just like, "Huh?
1: Why?" And like, why would they? Like, no one has made this important to them. They know. They know from their parents and from generally being raised here. They also assume that it's going to take three more generations. Yeah. Like, they 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 don't have anything to yeah live for for this.
0: So Miller's falling asleep, Harper's just biting her nails, and we also see Monroe here as well as Dax. And he's like, the difference between life and death is this flame. I can't remember if he uses the word flame or if I just wrote that in my notes, but like that feels really important if he did use the word flame, mm-hmm. be- since we're t- like in regards to the flame that we're talking about. In the rest of the of the episode. Yeah. Um, so Murphy's like applauding sarcastically about it. And he's like, hey, Murphy, what's the key to surviving on the ground? And he's like, I don't want to answer questions. And
1: she's like, don't call on me. I don't care. I sat in the back for a reason.
0: So he's like, hey, Octavia, what about you? And she's like... Don't die. Like
1: she's not wrong. Okay, everyone laughs at her, but she's not wrong. Like
0: everyone laughs, and I think they are kind of laughing with her, but she thinks that they're laughing at oh, for her, sure. and then she feels sad and bad. And I'm just like, oh, please protect her, <laughs> because she didn't grow up with any. With no, them. she doesn't know when you have social cues. She doesn't know anybody. Yeah. She just thinks that you guys think she's stupid. Yeah. So he's like, haha, yeah, okay, well, we have a lot to learn, so we're gonna learn fire, knots, navigation, using the stars, hunting, types of plants you can eat, and Jasper's like, and which ones you can smoke? Ha ha ha. Classic Jasper. <laughs> and
1: you know that Jasper is in prison for having for doing weed. that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, that's why we had to separate you and Monty, because of dumbass comments like that. And I'm like, there's no way Monty would have said that out loud, are you me? <laughs> No, this is why they- <laughs>
1: It's probably because Monty would whisper something to Jasper, mm. and then Jasper would like would say, it say it out, say it out, loud. out yeah, loud. Yeah,
0: but this is also how they're explaining away the fact that they couldn't get like all of them. You know, like yeah. obviously Chris is still in the show by this at this point, mm-hmm. but he uh, isn't in this episode. Like yes. you can't um, pay all of the actors for every episode, so there have to be some. Main actors that aren't in every episode. Yes, so that's why that's how they explain away the fact that Chris isn't here. but it's also really smart because they're also explaining the way away any of the other like random important grounders that couldn't come back like Drew and Bree and mainly Finn. Mm. They didn't bring back Thomas McDonald because he's in the other class. Yep. My next question is, was that other class better at learning? Did they also have a Murphy I that... Feel like,
1: I feel like he would have had to have, like, three or four classes. Classes, right? There's, like, no there's kids in here. there's definitely not 25 kids in this room. Yeah. Like, he, there's definitely not 100 kids in this room, yeah, at the certainly. very least. Yeah, I mean, he how would have had multiple classes. Oh, there. I was
0: about to say, how come... Clark and Wells aren't in here when they're in solitary, but Octavia is, even though she's in solitary, but that's because they know secrets and Octavia doesn't know exactly. secrets. Exactly.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Clark can't come because she would expose everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so he's like, the key is to keep fighting. And they all kind of actually take that, that to heart, like he, his little monologue that he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, give up and you're dead. And then Murphy just like seems kind of bored. So he's like, am I boring you, Murphy? And Murphy says, I'll survive. And then we cut to that scene where he's like told you I'd survive and you're like, oh my gosh! <laughs>
1: Oh my god, he did tell him that.
0: So Pike sees Jaha, I assume, like, a week later, if not, like, a week and a half later. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, I heard your son was arrested. Sorry about that. Is he coming to my class? And Jaha's like, no. No, I'm just killing him. (sighs) He's in solitary, too, because the launch is tomorrow. And, yeah, it's because he and Clark know that the Ark is dying. Which Pike once again put together via context context clues. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he's like... Of course, we're doing that because, like, why? Or he basically, like, figures out that the Ark is dying because why else would we send kids and not scientists? Exactly. If the Earth was survivable. Like, do you even care if they live through this at all? And he's like, um, yeah, that's my son. Then
1: don't send your son. Like, like, Abby thinks that the ground is the best survivable option because they can't fix the Ark. Yeah. And she knows that they can't fix mm-hmm. the Ark. So she's like, Clark will die up here and she might die down there. Yeah. So the so odds are better. The odds are better to send her down there.
0: Yeah. So Pike's like, can I go with you? And I just want to say, and I think they're doing this on purpose, but God, this Pike is so likable before mm-hmm. he was hardened by war like yeah. he's just a teacher who's trying his best and wants the best for these kids
1: and i feel like a lot of that is down to uh michael beach's performance Absolutely. he does such a good job and he feels like such a warm actor mm-hmm. that after making you hate pike all season mm-hmm. like you up to this point you have no reason to even care for this man whatsoever i hate and then pike you, during this episode <laughs> and then you see him before and you're like that's a nice really? that's He's just he's, trying his best. He's just kind of a nice guy. Yeah.
0: Dang. And then you're just like, okay, now I'm confused about how I feel. And then you're like, do I like Pike? But then you remember all the crap that he's done and you're like, no, but what? It yeah. It's hard. Exactly. So um, Jaha's like, haha, no, you can't come. <laughs> and He's like, well, I haven't taught them anything because they don't care. So they don't pay attention because they don't know how important it is. So let me just tell them, if I can't go with them, let me tell them they're going. And he goes, no. It's literally tomorrow. Yeah. Like, Why what? can't we tell them? Yeah, you're sending them off tomorrow. There's no way any of them are getting visitors. Like, yeah. what? He's like, please, I only have one more class to reach them. And he's like, okay, do it. And like. Figure it out. You don't care. You don't care, Jaha. You don't care.
1: And with the, we know from the first season that it's only a handful of days before Abby ends up telling the entire arc. Yeah, And like. When she does that, it does inspire the people on the Ark to mm-hmm. come up with solutions to help. Mm-hmm. And, like, who knows? If they had told everybody when this was happening, people might have come up with solutions to save the Ark, even.
0: Also, a lot of people, I think even more than 100 people, would be like, I volunteer yeah. to go to the ground. People have been waiting for years upon years upon years to go down to the ground. You know, they're like, this is a dream of my grandfather. Yeah, yeah. And, you know? like, they
1: prepare the exodus ship, and that ends up being another problem is that they don't have enough room on the exodus ships. Yeah.
0: But, like, Start ugh. sending dropships, then. People like, will go. Like, the dropships should have been full. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, they go back. So, so we're back in the classroom. The kids are still still not into it. They're like, we've been having these boring-ass classes for two weeks. I don't care. Yeah. Well, what were you doing before the classes? Napping. Just sitting around, like... Reading books? Honestly, if I was a prisoner there, I'd be like, something to do? <laughs> Great! Let's do it! I'd take, you know, prisoners in, in prisons are like getting degrees because that, that's because what they, they, yeah. Can do. They have time to do so. So, I, um, I mean, I guess they're teens, right? they like, school, blah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, they're like, this is boring. And Harper's like, do you have anything better to do? And Murphy's like, mm, you trying to smash? And <laughs> Harper's like, ew, no. Um, she says he's a dick, but she doesn't seem not into it. Like, she's like, oh my god, Murphy, stop.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that, made me think of the thing that I thought of earlier and completely forgot when mm. we were talking during the Luna storyline. Oh yeah. I was like Luna and Antari looking at the at the flame and Ontari's like Smash and Luna's He's like, pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was my terrible joke that I yeah. thought of earlier.
0: This is the first time that we learned that Harper's Ma- last name was McIntyre. Because mm-hmm. um, before it was just Harper. And, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't know if Harper was her last name or if Harper was her first name, just like with Jackson. And it turned out that Jackson was his last name and Harper, Harper was is her first name. first name. And Oh, we learned that about Monroe as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, earlier this season, mm-hmm. so he comes in. Hey, hi, kids. We are done talking about Earth skills. And Murphy's like, "Great,
1: great. I'd not then want to in the first place." So he's
0: like, "Sit down. You're helping me with class." And he's like, "Okay." So Pike punches him, and all the kids yeah. are like, "Um, what?"
1: And it's it's also like he goes, "Do you want to help me with class today?" And Murphy doesn't say no. Yeah, he and then he just.
0: Smacks him. Yeah. Imagine if Murphy was like, okay, you know, Abby is just like Murphy. Will you help me with this medical thing? And Murphy's like, if you tell me what to do, I'll do it. You know, he just likes. Maybe he just likes volunteering, and he'll do it if you exactly. tell him what to do.
1: Like he, he's just seeking an authority figure to give him like praise and approval. Yeah. And like that's why I love his relationship with Abby. Yeah. Um. And like, ugh, it's just it's frustrating because i feel like whatever pike is trying to get across here doesn't work yeah like he's trying to say like work together and survive or Mm -hmm. whatever and like you can sort of see the breakdown in certain characters of like what their fight or flight instincts Mm -hmm. end up being later like with octavia you don't see it as much because she changes the most yes uh out of all of these people but like harper's is sort of just like instinct to call for help. And then uh, Mbege, like, uh... Actually tries to help. Defends John and, like, tries to save him. And, like, just the the different things that they do are all interesting. But, like, watching, watching it back, I was just, like, very uncomfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the way that he treated Murphy like was he actually gonna kill the kid like I don't
0: think so I'm like if they did if they all just like stood there and like watched him beat him up then what would he done he'd be like well I guess my plan didn't work like yeah I don't know I'm just like was that even like did he even get across what he was trying to get across even like exactly it was unclear to me what the actual message was and like
1: you said how did he end his classes with the other kids because yeah. like they just didn't learn anything was this your last class of the day yeah Who knows?
0: Yeah. But yeah, like, I think if Pike had been like, Murphy, you will help me with class, Murphy would have been like, okay, just tell me what to do. You know what I mean? So he's like, I know about you. Your mother drank herself to death after your dad was floated for stealing medicine to save you that must be rough i can't believe your father gave you a second chance at life and what do you do you waste it by setting the arresting officer's quarters on fire and he's like continuing to punch him this is great because we had heard already at the beginning of season two a little bit Mm -hmm. of murphy's backstory but we are getting uh more we're getting more More, i always love to hear about murphy i love a backstory i love a backstory so he keeps punching and Murphy spits blood onto his shoe and he's like, okay, we get it. Like, you're just teaching us to fight back and I'm sorry I'm not punching you back. And he's like, nope. So he keeps beating him up. Yeah. And Octavia and Jasper call for him to stop. And he's like, no one is coming to help any of you. I'd be like, sir. I'd be like, this man is frightening me. Like, I
1: know it's in part because of his own helplessness at the whole situation. But yikes, don't take it out on children. Yeah, not
0: great. So Fox tries to go and get help. Outside, And Bege goes up and tries to stop Pike, like, bodily. Um, and he's like, it's going to take more than that to save you. There's a guard trying to get in. Kane says to, like, override it so they can get in. He's like, this is life or death. And Miller comes in and hits him on the back of the head with a pipe. Mm-hmm. ouch that's the sound where it like clangs off yeah. his skull i was like that hurts my head yeah so kane comes in and he's like yo what
1: <laughs> he's like uh, the, what, what have these children done that have caused a ruckus? Yeah,
0: he goes in and he's like oh my god pike are, are you, you okay? okay
1: kids what did you do to this poor man Meanwhile, he's, like, uh, having just, I think this is also part of what made me feel, like, really weird about it. Because Kane, like, comes in and assumes that it's the fault of the children. And I'm, like, he just beat the crap out of one of these kids. Like, that was all
0: him. And Pike doesn't go, no, it was a lesson. He just goes, hey, you guys passed. Good job. Graduation. (laughs) Bye. Kane's just, like, the test was to beat up your teacher? (laughs) This is weird. What? All the kids are, like, huh? So I think the message is that you all have to work together, but it's like only like ten of the kids even did anything. So Yeah, everyone else just sort of stood there and yelled. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Best part of the episode, and I'll say it. Oh, for sure. A hundred are heading to the dropship. They still don't know what's happening. hmm Five minutes until launch, we get the slowed down cover of radioactive. This is genius. This is incredible. I get chills every single time. It's
1: very good. Like, I, a lot of, like, like I said earlier, a lot of this episode didn't make me feel like it used to. Mm -hmm. But watching this, I was like, oh, that's,
0: that's good stuff. I truly, and like, this is one of the main pulls of Lost to me because Lost is filled with flashbacks. That's like one of Lost's main things is the fact that they do, they do flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And they do it so well because they show you a flashback that now has lots of extra meaning based on what you've already seen happens in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's what this scene does for me. Yeah, that absolutely. It's just like, all of this is so meaningful knowing exactly. what's coming, coming for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what, ugh, I love a flashback. Yeah. I do love a flashback. I, the way I, that I remember watching this for the first time on TV live, mm-hmm. with my, sitting in my basement with my mom, mm-hmm. watching it live. Adorable. I remember immediately bursting into tears Aww. in this because it's so, I was like, first of all, I love a flashback. Mm-hmm. I like, I have my tweets, like my live tweets from yeah. then, and I was just like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> in my entire life. It was just so good. So, Kane and Abby are watching, and Jasper's like, doesn't know where Monty is, he's like worried about Monty, and I'm like, it's because he's not in this episode, it's okay. Yeah, and they, it's they fine. do end up being next to each other but on it's, the drop. It's show. very
1: sweet that, um, he's confused and scared about mm. what's going on, and his first instinct is to search for Monty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I guess they were, like, I don't know, transporting them in their classes, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I like this moment also because it sort of juxtaposes that they're on the outs right now. Like, Monty and Jasper are very angry at each other. That's right. So we see Clark unconscious on a stretcher going by. Abby stops her, puts on her wristband, like, gives her a kiss on the on the mm-hmm. head. And, you know, she obviously regrets it. And it's like, oh my god, what are we doing? I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, she thinks, you know, Abby doesn't know if she'll ever get off the arc, so this could be the last time exactly, that she sees her yeah. So, um... We see, like, the shot, like, the, the, the camera shot, like, going down the ladder, where you get to, like, see, like, I think Murphy and Jasper or whatever, like, mm-hmm. going up to the ladder and looking up the ladder and climbing up the ladder. I'm like, this is so powerful!
1: I also this really, is so good! I really like that Abby gets to put the wristband on yeah. Clark, because for the whole first season, that is a big plot device. Yeah. Um, and, like, especially for Clark and Abby, because Clark delib- deliberately does not take hers off yeah. for a significant amount of time, because she, she wants knows, her mom to
0: know that she's okay. Exactly.
1: She wants her mom to know she's okay and she wants the ark to know that they're surviving yeah. so that they come down too. So that she can see her mom. Exactly. Yeah. And Abby that's the only way that Abby's able to communicate with Clark mm-hmm. for several episodes as yes. well. So I, I like that they have her putting it on her as it's again like that sort of symbolic mm-hmm. in retrospect
0: kind yeah. of thing. So Kane tells her it's time. She says maybe meet again, kisses her forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Bellamy sneaking in. He grabs Roma's arm and, and walks in, and he's kind of just like, "Um, I just shot the Chancellor, and none of you know it yet. Um, I gotta go, but here I come." So Kane apologizes to Abby, mm-hmm. and she says, "Congrats on your extra air. We're killing children." Yep, great. Love that. Love me. And like, we're all going to hell.
1: <laughs> that that line always felt kind of weird to me because mm-hmm. I always assumed that a lot of the kids being able to go to the ground was Abby trying to find a solution that would save her kid. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also in part due to, like, the amount of emotion on that day of, like, yeah. actually doing the thing that's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Abby knows she's got maybe three months and she... Assumes hopeful that sending Clark down here will give her way more than three months and, like, a happy lifetime mm-hmm. to live. But she also doesn't know that she's not going to immediately crash and die. So, yeah. like, that's terrifying.
0: Yeah. And then we just get some archive footage of, like, from the pilot of the dropship mm-hmm. going down, and it's edited really well with the song, and yeah. it's just really good. It's really well done. Probably, I think we said in our, like, finale wrap-up podcast where we were answering questions and stuff, mm-hmm. like, I say, hey, I love this episode. Uh It's it, probably in my top five and these scenes especially the scene at the end is probably like maybe my number one scene in the entire show i wow i i love a flashback and it's mm-hmm. done so well it's really good yeah
1: this is um this is in my top five as well mm-hmm. i would say and and like re-watching it back i would still agree with myself um yeah i i wouldn't put it quite at the top i don't think mm-hmm. but it is very up there it's very good um very well done the whole last like five minutes of the episode you're just like damn yeah
0: that's good stuff yeah <laughs> yeah uh so now it's time for segments uh our first segment is the post-apocalyptic sass watch, aka favorite line award um i'm the only one with a favorite line award this episode it wasn't a super fun kooky episode <laughs> or anything <laughs> yeah uh so mine is gonna go to jasper for see you on the on the other side
1: even uh, though you uh, dunked on the line <laughs> yeah
0: well my the, my main favorite part is the fact that he's like oh dear I, oh, oh I have crap. regrets. Yes, um, yes, oh yes, no. yes. Yeah. See you on the other side.
1: Oh crap. Oh crap. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't have a favorite line award, despite having favorite moments throughout yes. this entire episode. And uh, I'm like, I wish of- I could, sorry,
0: I wish I could give like a favorite moment award to like that whole montage. With oh, the, yeah, with for the song, sure. But
1: my segment is what is Sam Shipping the most this episode? And it's obviously Kane and Abby. Um, the angst, the deliciousness, the sexual tension, mm-hmm. the kiss, the romance, the drama. I live for it. Yeah.
0: I wonder because I can't remember if I said, but I feel like when you do cabbie you should have to give an honorable mention. Oh yes, yes, yes. There's not much going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
0: actually never mind. I was like, like I don't, don't ship worry about it else like any of the other storylines. Bellark talks? I was like, but Yeah, like, but I don't ship it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So now it's time for Robin's Murphamy moment. um, Bellamy is continuing to have more revelations about his past actions, and we are growing ever closer to that elevator scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I... I don't think I realized that Bellamy and Murphy just straight up don't interact this season until the season finale, so <laughs> I think that's really funny that I was like, but I'm still going to die. I'm
1: definitely going to do it. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is terminal, but good news tunes. Uh,
0: if you are so inclined, write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. That would be great. And thank you so much to uh, Brittany for hanging out in the background while we recorded this pod.
1: I love her. She's the best. Uh, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, we like to talk about that show too. Um, It is one of my favorite shows to talk about. I think that is our most underrated pod and you should definitely check it out does this come out after?
0: So, this episode of this podcast is going to come out two days before (laughs) the new season. So exciting. We've covered all of the
1: the first three seasons already, um, and we're super excited for season four. I would uh, would
0: tell you to catch up before it starts, but you don't got a lot of time. (laughs) But we are going to be posting our um, first thoughts of the episodes when they come out, so... I'm excited.
1: If you haven't seen Stranger Things and you're looking for a show to binge, Mm -hmm. uh, go watch it. We love that show. Yeah. Um, And then you can listen to all our podcasts um, and listen along as we do season four. Yeah.
0: You might be thinking, "Mm, it feels like it was really overrated for a while there. It was... uh, You might think that, but the the hype... The hype was real because uh, it's very good. It's very good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you're a fan of Riverdale, we talk about that show too. Um, We have done an episode for every single episode of Riverdale. We do that one um, as the episodes come out uh, weekly sometimes. Um, as of the recording of this podcast, it is currently happening weekly. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, you don't have to watch Riverdale to listen to it.
1: Yeah, that one is probably best, uh, if you don't watch Riverdale, actually.
0: Uh, if you're a fan of Lost, we talk about that show too. We are almost done season three. It is our longest, most big brain podcast. We have guests over there and it is also spoiler free until the spoiler section at the end. So if you want to watch along with us for the first time, I would love that. That would, that would mean so much to me. Thank you.
1: (laughs) You can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube, pretty much everywhere, but um, we are primarily on Twitter because who isn't?
0: Yeah, so true. Our Patreon, like I said earlier, is patreon.com slash theevictionados. If you'd like what we do here, please consider donating because it's expensive. It is mm-hmm. free for you to listen to, but it's not free to make. And uh, we would just really appreciate anything that you could do. If you can't uh, help us out on Patreon, check out the places where uh Brittany, Casey, and myself sell stuff. That's another way you can support us while also getting something cool out of it. Heck yeah. Um, and if you can't do any of those things, just recommend us to a friend, uh, whether it be this podcast or any of our other podcasts. That is free. And it helps. Thank you. Thank you. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-U-I-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Casey's, which is S A M C A S U I S. Our next episode is episode 314. It's called Red Sky at Morning. Um, and I have a lot to say about this episode because uh, the first time I watched it on TV, I got so upset within the first 10 minutes that I had to wait three hours before I could continue to <laughs> it. And we'll talk about that. I remember like three things from this episode, because Kane and Abby aren't in it. (laughs) So, um, that episode comes out on June 29th, uh, which is right before the rest of season three, or season four (laughs) of Stranger Things comes out. Um, but it will be on Patreon on June 22nd, so, show up. You're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, love you, bye! Okay, love you, bye!